Uh, with this semester being mostly online, June and I have found it pretty difficult to adjust to a learning environment that's all online. Uh, switching to Zoom lectures and asynchronous classes uh, is a pretty big jump from what we're normally used to on campus, and at times it can be pretty overwhelming. I know for myself, uh, staying motivated has been a really big problem this semester with just, I guess, the ability to slack off and like put off lectures for another time. It's a, it's a really bad um, temptation. It's always just right over my shoulder. How about you, June? What have you uh, experienced with this semester? So I agree. Motivation is definitely hard, but I think for me, keeping track of everything has been the hardest. I say that because I have some lectures that are synchronous. I have some lectures that are asynchronous. I have one class that's in person. I have, um, I work with an organization on campus where all of our meetings are virtual. So it just feels like with all these different moving parts, there's just a little too much to keep track of. And I have found that just like making a weekly list and breaking it all down by class, okay, which lectures do I have, which uh, assignments are due, and what are my meetings this week for work, you know, and just having it on one piece of paper, one, week, one, one list a week that just has it all there and I can just move down the list, um, that's been helping me a lot to keep track of it, but even then things still fall through the cracks. Our first meeting that we were going to have, yeah. I completely flubbed and just, I just lost track of it. And, you know, luckily you were sweet about it, but it definitely adds to the anxiety of like, oh, am I supposed to be somewhere? Is there a lecture I'm supposed to be watching? Um, it can be a lot. Yeah, no, I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Like, I think there's something about having like your work life, your school life, and then your personal life all take place in like the same room. Like at least for me, like I'm in this room all day, every day, unless I go for like a walk or something. But yeah. there's no um, physical separation between like a lot of these uh, different like parts of my life. And I feel like whereas normally while like keeping track of like assignments and tests can like normally be a little bit of a problem, but like in the day you have like a planner or you have like some sort of like app to just like keep it all on like your calendar. I feel like with this specifically, it's been extremely hard just to kind of mentally like remember almost like what time it is. You know, okay, now it's work time, now it's school time, now it's whatever time. And I feel like that sort of mental uh, detachment from like what you're supposed to be doing has made it a lot harder for me to um, separate everything out because I have a calendar for school, for work, um, for personal events, for doctor's appointments, for stuff like that. And it just, it feels like now my calendar's swamped with stuff that I look at in the same, like same screens in the same room. I don't know. I think that sort of dynamic has made it like a lot harder to um, really parse out the time in the day. You know what I mean? Oh, I completely agree. I also feel that um, the last six months since the pandemic has started has simultaneously felt like the longest six months of my life. And also like, okay, it's fall now. Um, you know, yeah. what happened to the summer, you know, um, it, it, yeah, keeping track even of like what day it is has been hard um, because in it, like you said, it, 
if every day it's kind of like, when is work? When is school? Um, when is my personal time? When is all this different stuff? And it's kind of all up in the air constantly. You know, my Tuesdays sometimes feel the exact same as a Saturday. Um, and trying to keep track of it is, is really hard. Yeah, no, I definitely know what you're talking about. Like with, I feel like almost time, like in the day, like on the actual day, it goes by so slowly, like in between all the things you have to do and just sort of like any downtime just feels like it takes forever. But then you look back on the week, you're like, oh my God, how has it already been a week? Like right. in retrospect, it's going by like at speed of light, but for some reason in the moment, like if you're not doing anything, it just feels like time is standing still. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a very weird dynamic that we're in right now. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, it seems like Monday hits and I'm like, all right, here we go. It's going to be a long one. And then it's like, you blink your eyes and it's Friday. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's been that way before, but in the past, as when I was a transfer student um, or when I would, before I was a transfer student and I was at GRCC, I, you know, yeah, I worked basically a nine to five and I went to class at night and it was like, this is my routine. This is what I'm doing. And while I do enjoy the flexibility that's been, that's been given from uh, everything being virtual, it just feels like almost too vague and like too, um, almost too much flexibility because then yeah. there's so much responsibility on you. You know, in the past it was like, I have to be to work at eight 30. That's, that's it. But now it's like, well, I can do my work whenever I want to. Um, and so I don't really want to do my work a lot exactly. of the time. So when, when does that time come? So, yeah, like when I found out that all my classes would be asynchronous, I kind of like got excited at first. Cause I'm like, okay, cool. I get to now schedule out when I want to do everything. Like it's up to me. If I have something going on that day, I can not do anything that day and then make up the work tomorrow or do all the work beforehand or whatever. Like I have full control over my schedule and my day to day. But I think in actuality, what it's been is me figuring out that, Oh shit, I have an assignment due like in a week. And now I feel like, like sit down and focus on this. And like, I pull like two days or something like that, just focusing on like that one class. And I realize that, Oh great. I've neglected two other classes and I have this other thing coming up. So it, it kind of feels at times like it can be like you're running like four different races and you, you, I guess, forget about the other ones that you're involved in until like it's too late and you're like, Oh great. And I have to go and make up time. Yeah. Um, it's, there's a reason I think that school is scheduled the way it is where you go to a lecture at a certain time at twice a week. Um, and you have like that rigidity in your schedule because I think that, you aren't really meant to learn this way. Like, I mean, if we weren't, if, if we were in the middle of a global pandemic, we wouldn't be, you know? So I yeah. think that um, adjusting to this new environment is supposed to be hard for everybody. And I think it's just about trying to figure out those little uh, cheats that you can do to try to help yourself stay focused and, and figure out how to use your time, you know? Yeah, I agree. I also, I recognize that not everybody has this option, but for me, I know um, not doing my work in the same room um, 
you know, sometimes I work in the living room. Sometimes I work in my bedroom. Sometimes, you know, I have a porch, a front porch. Um, I might go sit on the porch. It kind of helps to break up the day a little bit so that it doesn't feel like I'm just sitting in the same room all day, every day. Um, but I reckon, depending on your housing situation, you might not have that much space to just move around in. Um, or you might have so many roommates, you know, going in and out of your house that it's too distracting to be in other places that aren't your bedroom. Um, I cannot appreciate that as well. Um, yeah. How do you break it up? You know? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's really what it is. I think is being able to, even if it's not like, even if you don't have like different rooms in your house, even if you don't have, um, all the space in the world, just finding those like small things that you can use to separate things out, like separate, like work from play. Um, um, like you said, assignments from like lectures and stuff like that. I think that's, um, super important. Um, and I think just when it comes to even staying motivated, I think part of it is that you can totally just burn yourself out from just being in a physical location. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could be doing a million different things. You could be doing nothing, but just because you're in the same room, like physically, I think that can completely just kill um, all of your motivation. You, if you let Cabin you, fever, man, cabin fever. Yeah. I get it bad. And I'm worried about this winter too. Yeah. I'm worried about this winter coming and feeling, and you know, maybe not having the ability to go sit out on my porch as much because it being too cold. Um, or, you know, like you said, you know, it'll be hard, like you've been taking your walks, um, you know, it'll be harder to do that. And so I think establishing good routines right now is going to be really important because the winter time I think is going to be even harder. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, um, one of the things that I was looking into to kind of help break up the day is this, um, thing called the Pomodoro technique. Now it's one of those things that kind of always gets thrown around whenever we talk about just, I guess, like good, uh, work ethic and like using your time wisely. But um, I've tried a little bit this semester and over the summer while I was doing some work with um, Englehart, uh, which is one of the fellowships here on campus. Um, and, it, and it helps. It really does. Like it's one of those things that seems kind of hokey at first, like, oh, this is just some BS that they like they talk about in some seminar, but it helps. It genuinely does. And so um, it was developed in I think like the 80s by this guy named uh, Francisco Cirillo. And it's called the Pomodoro technique because Pomodoro means tomato. And he had this little tomato um, uh, kitchen timer that he kept on his desk. And what he would do is he would set a timer for like about 25 minutes and he would do whatever work he had set out for that. It's like one specific task, like whether it was like, let's say reading a textbook for, um, I don't know, a cooking class because now you got me on the, uh, tomato right <laughs> so um, cute. Or, i'm just picturing the little cute tomato there yeah. tick, 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 tick. um but yeah like whatever the task is if it's reading a textbook doing homework um studying reviewing notes whatever um he would set his timer for 25 minutes and he would just focus on that task and then after the timer went off even if he was in the middle of something he would stop what he was doing he'd get up and go to a different physical location for about three to five minutes to just relax. So if that meant just like going out in the hall, like you're in a dorm or something like that, and you don't really have multiple rooms, just going out to the hall, going outside for a quick, like fresh air, um, 
or even if you don't have that because it's the middle of winter, um, just getting out off your desk and just going to a different place in the room would probably even work. But the idea is you want to separate yourself from the space that you were just doing that work in. And after about three to five minutes, whatever you set up as like your interval, um, you go back to work and you do um, either continue that task if you need to continue that task or you start work on a different task, whatever you need to do. But then after about four breaks, you give yourself a longer break. It's about like 15 to 30 minutes, some interval in between there. And you keep repeating the cycle until you have finished all the things that you need to finish for that day. And those time limits are like completely changeable. Like if you work better in like 30 minute chunks, do 30 minutes. If you need more of the time than just three to five minutes to relax and decompress and take like 10 minutes, it doesn't really matter. The idea though is that you're setting out a rigidity um, and you're setting out times that are non-negotiable where you have to do work and where you have to relax. And so if you're in the middle of something and you're like, oh, I just had this one last idea that I need to write down for like this essay or something. Well, then that will get you just a little bit more of that motivation to come back to the task and to finish it up um, after your 10-minute break or your five-minute break or whatever the case is. Um, and it's surprisingly effective. It really is. It's, it's weird. It's weird how the brain can just, like, work off these little games, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I have heard of this before. However, I've never really tried it, so I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Um, I think that it's kind of feast or famine for me a lot of the time, where I either don't do any work in the whole day. I think about doing the work, but I don't actually mm-hmm. do any work. Um, I'll even sometimes sit down and pull out the work and still not do any of the work. Um, but then I have other days where I do eight hours of work, basically straight. Um, not necessarily in a procrastination type of way. I'm not a big cr- procrastinator, but sometimes it's just like, I, all right, I'm going to do eight hours of work. But I'm usually so drained after that. Um, and also, you know, how, how high quality is my work when I'm getting into that like fifth, six hours straight, you know, when I'm feeling burnt out, um, but yeah. just want to get it done. You know, I think this would be a nice way to break it up and just make sure that, okay, yeah, I'm only doing this work for 25 minute chunks or 30 minute chunks, but I'm focused, you know, I'm not drained. I'm not burnt out um, because you're taking those little breaks. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Like usually in the same way where I, if left to my own devices, will have days where I do absolutely nothing. And then days where I feel like I need to make up for it. Um, And I feel like, Usually the work that I produce when I am in those like manic burnout, like, oh, spend the whole day doing work phases isn't too bad. Like it's pretty on par with my normal stuff. But I think the, the biggest problem is that while you are spending the day doing nothing, you are just thinking about how you're doing nothing. And you're like, great, oh, yeah. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> um, I'm going to make up for all of this like tomorrow or something. And so you don't feel good in that moment. Right. And then when you. It's like um, a a big plate of relaxation with a nice big helping of guilt on the side. Exactly. (laughs) And then when you do end up getting around to doing the work, it doesn't feel good either because you feel like, oh, great. I have to finish it now. Or, wow, I really wish I could take a break here, but I know that I can't. So it's just kind of like this, this horrible, like, 
like your work might be fine, but at the end of the day, you feel terrible about it. So yeah. like, breaking it up like this is a good way to eliminate that like um, slacker guilt, for lack of a better term. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I've also found that, so even though my classes are asynchronous, they do have like posted times where like normally the class would be from like, I don't know, uh, Monday, 1130 to um, one or something like that. Right. And instead of looking at that time and being like, oh, well, I'll start it at seven or something like that. Um, taking the time that's posted and actually doing the lectures or doing the work during that time, I found has helped uh, out a little bit just because then you're just like, okay, now this is the time that I need to sit down and start doing this work at. So kind of having that time and keeping it like, um, and even if it's not the time that's posted on the class, just picking a time and saying that, okay, on every Monday um, and Wednesday, I'm going to be taking these two classes and every Tuesday and Thursday, I'll take these two classes or whatever the case is. Um, making sure you have a, a concise schedule for every single um, uh, day of the week, really, I think helps me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, like I said, I, I do my weekly list. Um, another thing that I do to try to keep myself from being distracted, and I know this, most people try this, but I think sticking to it um, is, is the key is, if I'm working on an assignment, I'm supposed to be doing, say, a reading and answering questions based on the reading. Um, closing all the tabs on my computer that are not related to that. You know, I don't need to have Facebook open. I don't even need to have my email open. You know, because again, eventually, these I'll just kind of be like, well, I could just check. You know, just just exactly. see. Um, and that can be very distracting. And I think um, going back to your Pomodoro technique. Um, I'll think I'm working for 30 minutes, but I'm actually not because I'm spending, you know, little bits of time actually throughout that 25 minutes, like refreshing my email over and over again. Um, or even sometimes I, if sometimes I'll even have canvas open um, and be kind of anxious about again, missing something like, what am I missing here? Am I supposed to be, you know, whatever. Um, and kind of anxiously checking all of my classes to be like, Oh, is there any assignment due that I'm, that I'm forgetting about? Again, it just becomes a distraction. Um, you know you have a task, just do it. Um, or like just have your focus on that one thing. Um, so yeah, I, I've been trying to make a habit of closing all tabs that are not related to the task um, because I get distracted easily. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I think it also helps to, um, in your like actual physical work environment, remove distractions that like, like if your phone is there and you know that you check whatever Instagram, like all the time, maybe turn your phone off or put it on like the other side of like the, the room or something like that. Um, or turn it even upside down, you know, just so you can't see it. Right. Um, just like helping to eliminate those distractions period. Um, I find to be pretty good as well like taking care of tasks before you have to do work as well. Like you have to go out and get groceries, maybe do that before you do homework. So you don't have to, to panic about like missing like, Oh, am I going to be able to eat today? You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely, definitely a strategy of mine too. If I have like little things that I want to do, even just like work out or take a shower, a lot of the time I'll do it before I get to work on my homework because otherwise the whole time I'm doing homework, I might be thinking about, oh, I kind of want to work out or uh, I really need to take a shower. My hair feels greasy. Like, yeah. um, and even that becomes a small distraction, you know, where your head's just not really in the game. You're thinking about buying those groceries. You're thinking about, you know, um, yeah, I got to walk my dog, um, things like that. I mean, you could use those in the break times too. Um, if, if possible, but I know that for me, if I don't write things down, it feels like I have a thousand things swimming around in my head and I'm like trying to like grab onto something, um, writing it down and having like you said, kind of a, a fixed schedule or like more of a routine, helps really just really helps me personally i think at the end of the day one of the most important things to kind of remember about this weird time that we're living in is that no one has it easy that everybody is like struggling to do their best and you're not alone you know like i mean i'm struggling you're struggling like it's not a conventional time and i think that um the most important thing is to just cut yourself some slack and accept that like, okay, you might miss some stuff here and there. Stuff might fall through the cracks. And if it does, it's not the end of the world. Just um, try to do better next time, but give yourself like that forgiveness for the time that you do mess up or you do miss an assignment or whatever. Like if you're a straight A student and you get a B this semester, that's not the end of the world either. Like, but is it, isn't it though? It does feel like it. It definitely feels I, like it. I, it, I, I just want to add to that, that yes, um, I, I am a straight A student and I definitely struggle with perfectionism. And that has made, again, it's a very anxious time for me because things are so uncertain. I feel like I don't have as much control as I normally would over a lot of things. Um, when I forget about things or yeah, miss, miss something, I really beat myself up about it. Um, but I've been trying really hard to, like, as you said, cut myself some slack, cut other people slack too, you know? Yeah, um, you know, you very, were very gracious about me just totally ghosting you on that meeting and I felt terrible about it, but you came back and said, you know, Hey, it's okay. Like we'll yeah. reschedule, you know, remembering that other people are also, um, might, might drop the ball on stuff. You might drop the ball on stuff. Um, and that's okay. We're all just kind of trying to make it work right now. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, like reach out to the people around you, you know, like if you are, if you're in problems in like a class or something like that, odds are probably half the people in that class are in the same problems. Um, if your roommates are having problems with something, probably like you can help them and they can probably help you. Like just reach out to people around you to see if like they can help you in any way that you might need it and just, Go easy on yourself and go easy on others. I think it's kind of the takeaway. And do what you can, but don't beat yourself up. Yeah, I totally agree. So this is all we have for today. Please stay tuned for more episodes to come on topics such as housing, student orgs, and mental health. Do you have topics you would like us to discuss? We'd love to hear what you have to say. Thank you for listening. Thanks.